Cheers, mate. Oh, welcome to our segment, which is Owner of the Week on Trot's Life, which might be a surprise to Ben that he's the Owner of the Week, but we've got a bit of a story we're going to tell, or two or three stories here. Firstly, Ben Medhurst, how are you, mate, and whereabouts exactly are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. Um, up to currently in uh, Moranbah at the moment, uh, working rostered on. We had a shower rain overnight, so... Not too much happened just at the moment, so it's been a good chance to um, catch up and and we'll do this uh, talk about this um, great syndicate of ours, the uh, Town Apprentices turn into the reach for the Star Syndicate. What? What? Where's Murrumbah, mate? For those uninitiated like I am, Murrumbah is uh, one of the major coal mining towns. Uh, two hours, fifteen minutes uh, west of Mackay. In, in the part of the Bowen Basin coal mines, it's um, it's uh, supply a lot of uh, a lot of coal to uh, Japan and the countries and um, yeah okay yeah. Now, how does a bike from Singleton end up in Murrumbah? Good question. Um, <laughs> ended up in Cessnock when I was probably eleven or twelve. Um, spent. There until about 18, 19, and I come up to Mackay with the next girlfriend, actually, and um, stayed up here ever since and met a lot of good people up here. Did you play rugby, mate? Uh, I was a league player, yes. Um, that's how how I met uh, the great man, uh, Vale Craig Mankins, uh, our syndicate boss um, in our, our syndicate, and also he was my coach as well yep. uh, along the way. and. Yeah, I was a rugby league player. Well, that's I think that's how Shane Sanderson met him as well, but it might have been playing with him perhaps and coached by him. But Craig, who passed away last year, and we'll probably get into that in a bit more detail later. But tell us, so you he coached you. Tell us a bit about him as a coach. Yeah, uh, Craig, he was just one of the best coaches you could ever have. He's He's just a real, real people person, you know. He would, uh, he would do so much for his players. I, I sort of liken Manko to uh, Wayne Bennett in a way. He, he just brings people together, and he, he just players would jump out of trees to do things for him on the football field. Um, that, that's the sort of bloke he was, the sort of coach he was. He, he knew the game backwards. Um, you know, he was he was a good player himself in the day. He played for the Cowboys and Western mm. Suburbs Magpies. Um, he, he was a good front rower himself, but uh, even better coach, I feel. He, he took uh, Murrumbah to three premierships, West Tigers and Mackay to premierships, Mackay rep teams to victories. Um, he's just a, a great coach. He. <laughs> From what I've and I've spoken to a couple of people about him, actually, he was that people person though, and uh, I can't I can't understand explain to us all these bikes. It seems like he's all come out of Sydney and Brisbane, and you've gone up there to build lives, and it's almost like he's guided you through from a from a boy to a man. Is that is that fair to say? Um, oh, in some parts, I guess. Um, I guess he was a a father figure to some of us, but, um, you know, more importantly, a mate, a good friend, um, you know, a best best mate. And he, he just done so much for so many people in, in uh, the rugby league circles. 
Um, you know, he, the amount of people that he got jobs that, that he, he's put a roof over their heads and good food on the table, you know, like mm. um, just through football, uh, them coming to play football for his team, they were well re- re- rewarded with jobs and, and, um, and good jobs sometimes, you know, high-paying jobs. Um, but, you know, he, he, was, he was just a great man and friend to so many people. Uh, he knew so many people, um, so much respect. A lot of people had um, respect for Craig and, and, and what he did. So just a fabulous man. He's gone way too soon. But, um, Ta- yeah, we, we, we love him. Ta- tell us about the Santa run. <laughs> that intrigued me when yeah. I was reading about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Manko being, being the man he was, he, he's always, uh, you know, giving. And, um, you know, he he would uh, – he started in Murrumbar, actually um, – for Christmas, he, he'd uh, go around and he'd, he'd get presents for the kids and um, and stuff like that. And then on Christmas Day, he'd dress up as Santa Claus and get in the back of a ute and mm. go around Murrumbah dropping off uh, presents to the kids that um, you know that were a bit less fortunate in the township and stuff. And and also eventually it become that that um, parents would buy a present um, and and want want. Santa Claus Craig to drop it off to the kids. So, yeah. uh, and then it just grew from there. And then he'd done it in that uh, Marion little township just outside of Mackay where he, he um, lives. Now, at some point, uh, Manko decides, or Shane Sanderson probably talked him into a horse. And Manko, being the person he is, he, from what you've said and what I've read and speaking to Shane, He's a bit of a yes man, so when Shane convinced him to get into a horse, Manko got a group of people together. Is that how it took place? And were you one of those involved in the early days? Yeah, yeah, that that's that's pretty much right. Um, I, my my history with horses dates back to um, my mum was best friends with uh, Sharon Scores out of Newcastle, and oh, yeah? Sharon Allen had passed passed away now, but mum grew up with Sharon and um, so I got through into the horse game at a young age uh, and my dad was a little bit involved here and there so I was involved with it pretty early and then um, uh, yeah Shane Shane come up to Mackay from Redcliffe and um, he, uh, he he was a, playing football up here and, and Manko being the, the scout he is is um, always looking for some talent to add to his rosters and yeah, come yeah. across Shane Sanderson. Uh, I'm not sure where they met or how it how it transpired, but he come across Shane and what do we mean? Go contact and Shane and chase him that out, and um, that's how they cross paths. And and Shane already had dabbling in the horses in Redcliffe as a young fella. Um, they cross paths there. Yeah, keep going. So they decide to get a horse, and and Manko yeah, says. Yeah, well, is it better to do, do it by myself or is it better to do this as a group of blokes or a group of people in an ownership of a horse to share that? Yeah, that's right. So uh, eventually um, Craig had his way and got got uh, Sando out to Moorumbah hmm. to uh, play for him in the team. And um, I think I ended up out at Moorumbah a year or so after that. And, yeah, they obviously... Manko... Um, Got started forming some of the, all the mates together, and we got uh, ten ten guys together and formed the ten apprentices. Um, 
with Shane to, to train our horses. But um, Shane was sort of back and forth a little bit then and um, still trying to dabble in the horses while working up in the mines here. Um, but it was a little bit later on when Shane went back down to Brisbane that we uh, sort of got fully up and running with, with some more horses and, and the like like that. So did the syndicate name get named after the horse, The Apprentice, that Shane trained? Yeah, that's right. So we um we, we dabbled in. We I think we chucked in a thousand dollars each, the ten of us. Yeah. And then we had twenty dollars a week coming out there, uh, to pay for uh, for upkeep. And um, we bought first bought a horse. Um, I think we started in two thousand and eight. Was we formed the formed the um, apprentices in late two thousand seven, and two thousand and eight we had our first runner called Drive-By, a horse that Shane picked up somewhere. Uh, it was our first horse. I only had one start and yeah. ran at Redcliffe and, and then it, it broke down or something. So we um, we gathered some more money together and um, we, we bought the, the Apprentice. Um, it, it, it went pretty good for us. So we, we got some prize money out of it. So therefore we named ourselves the Ten Apprentices. And it just kept going on from there. Like a lot of our horses uh, kept paying for themselves and paying for for new horses. So then we bought another horse called Yule Brunner. It didn't last too long, but then we um, bought a horse called Yeah Right out of New Zealand. He was a uh, he, he was a good horse that won an Albion Park Metro, and he was a good punt horse too. We we got the money on a couple of times with him, um, which you know built our kitty up to. Uh, keep going and keep purchasing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, now, before you get too far ahead, uh, I found a race that, that interested me. Um, Yul Brunner, was it, or the Ten Apprentice, ran in a Toowoomba Cup in and ran seventh in a Toowoomba Cup. Did you all get to that? Is Toowoomba that far away, or am, is my geography way off? <laughs> no, you're a little bit out there. We, <laughs> we didn't make the... We didn't make the pilgrimage to uh, Toowoomba, but but we did have, we did have a we did have a lot of trips away, uh, mainly down to Brisbane and um, to watch watch our horses run, yeah. and uh, that 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 was pretty much all funded by the our horses. kitty yeah. um, of the horses. You know the horses were paying for themselves. They're paying for our trips away. We 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 probably only had like one or two trips away, but they were all covered by the funds, you know. Um, so we we had some good times, and um, yeah, we we went down to watch Murfak Prince. He was an old flamer of yeah. ours that just kept kept earning money all the time and winning race. I think he won sixteen for us or something like that. Um, the old Prince. And um, the publican in Moranbar, Brandon Fenlon, who's one of the owners, he uh, had the photos all over the wall of the Black Nugget Hotel. Um, yeah, he, he got us going with a big kitty as well that, that led us to our next lot of good horses that we were to purchase out of New Zealand. How, how important was it as a group of blokes as well to have something else away from life? See, you've got obviously your rugby, but you blokes would have been having kids and making commitments with mortgages and work, etc. But you just got this this other element to your life. You can ring someone up and have a yarn about the horses or you might ring Shane. Otherwise, you probably don't ring Shane and have a chat with Shane and catch up with him. Do you know what I mean? How important was that that fabric of of the horses to a group of blokes through this all of this? 
Oh, it, 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 it's when you look back at it all, it's, it formed, you know, so much friendship and, um, and communication amongst all of us and just highlights and that, you know, getting to watch the races, whether it was midweek or on a weekend, it was just created, um, you know, so much talk amongst us and hmm. a lot of text messages and, and, <laughs> and photos and, 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 and bets and, yeah, it was really good, uh, you know, like just great stuff that builds great mateship. So, um, yeah, love it. Love it. Love harness racing. Ex- Expressionist was a pretty good horse amongst all these too. He, he seemed like he's probably been the best one that the group's had and he won 23 races for Shane or 22 races for Shane actually and one for Naomi. I, I, I better be specific here in case Naomi <laughs> listens into this. Yeah, Rexy Boy <laughs> was his stable name and uh, is one of a kind. Naomi um, ensures us that uh, he's, he's a different character. Uh, licorice loving Rex. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He's still going down there with Shane Naomi. So Expressionist, yeah, he, he was our best horse. We um, got him out of New Zealand. Um, we, you know, we had a decent kitty there with Murfak Prince and that earning well. We got him out of New Zealand, and um, he he didn't hit the ground running straight away when he come to Australia. He, um, he took a bit of work, and um, Shane persisted with him and kept going with him. And he just something must have just clicked with Expressionist. He he just got started to get better and better, and um, you know started picking off races and in get getting himself towards open company class. And um, yeah, he he was a great horse. And then when Shane um, uh, moved down to Menangle. He, he took a, a decent liking to the Menangle track as well, and he was very successful on Menangle as well. So, yeah, he, he was our best horse by a long way, but a very different character to deal with um, in a training perspective anyway for Shane Naomi. What, what about how he won a race called the West Tigers? Now, I know it's the wrong West Tigers, but that must have been pretty symbolic, wasn't it, in particular to Manko? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's... Uh, it, it, those special moments that um, yeah that happen and and you look back at them now that you know a lot of things meant meant to, to be I guess so um, yeah he, he was pretty special to us we we went away on a trip to watch him win a few times and um, get the photos and everything it's it's really good and to have him hanging on your wall there for memories is just special you know. But we had a few other horses after him, you know. We had a couple of claimers. We had our Lucy, uh, my Lucy, our Lucy Dream, sorry. We claimed him. Um, Grant Dixon had him back in the day, and he ended up in South Australia. We claimed him back, and he was like he was running third and fourths and seconds in in open company in Menangle in the miles. You know, he, he was just an old warrior, dreamy. He ended up at um, Craig's place at Marion. On Craig's little farm there, so and, and he had we had a horse called Sapphire Swayze, um, Baz's Art was a good claimer of ours. Oh, you've you, um, you've nearly you've led us into something here with Baz's Art. He he led in a race once at Penrith, and I've got a bit of audio here for you, mate. Now, the true the true story is there was ten horses in this race, and it was a six thousand dollar claimer at Penrith. But by now, there's probably 24 horses in the race, and it was a multi-million dollar race uh, akin to an Inter-Dominion. So let's just listen to this audio, 
and uh, then we'll have a chat about it afterwards. Special followed by Magical Melon. The others not making a lot of leeway, although Franco Ravel gets past a few on the inner. Down the back straight and Bazazard goes. So for those that don't know, we're listening for Franco Ravel, who's uh, just starting the weave of passage here, driven by a one Shane Sanderson. For home, Charlie James gives chase. Cash-in's gone. And then came Lanakai Beach away from the inside to try and run home. Further back in the field then trying to loop them empty envelope. And Franco Ravel's weaving a passage. Still five off the leader. And that's the stable mate, Bazazart. One danger at the moment is Charlie James. Although the rest are finishing on. Franco Ravel really hitting top gear. 29-8 the quarter. And going for home here, the leader is Bazazart. Down the outside finishing brilliantly is Franco Ravel. Oh, Franco Ravel, Shane Sanderson, what a drive. Franco Ravel <laughs> goes home to beat Bazazard, Empty Envelope and Charlie James, Lanakai Beach, Magical Mel, and then came Ardai Special, Al Leo, Cash In Knocked Up, Pure Cam along last tw uh, 30 and 6, 157.2. And if you look at the replay of that race from the 600 on, he was in and out like a fiddler's elbow, Sanderson, but gee, it was a gun drive. Now, uh, Shane didn't put me up to that at all for anyone's wondering uh ryan etc uh, abby <laughs> <laughs> have you had some fun with that over the years have you ben oh we we sure have had some fun <laughs> it, it, it gets played at every sports trip away we go on and um it's it's just a laughing moment for us a, a smiling moment as well um we obviously we own baz's art and they went slick early, really slick early. Yeah. And um, we sat parked and Cameron Hart drew, drove Baz's art and uh, they were running along. And, and Shane, Shane obviously doesn't drive too much in, in races. But um, for, for some reason that day he was driving Franco. And it was just, it was great to watch, you know, Shane pull off a drive like that. And he'll be the first to admit that he'll tell you he, he's not the best driver of all in races anyway, but he pulled off a magical drive that day, and um, <laughs> to be knocked off by Shane, it was it, it was all okay. It's, uh, it was good, but um, <laughs> we do have some fun with it, and, and at, at Shane's expense sometimes as well. We, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we can't. You don't even pull out another one like that, Ev. <laughs> no, just if people want to find it, Franco Ravel, R-E-V-E-L it is, and it's at uh, Penrith. So, yeah, Shane didn't drive him yeah. too many times. You'll find it pretty quick. It's a pretty amazing drive, actually, and a wonderful call, too. Fiddler's elbow in and out, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't understand what that meant. But anyway, now, <laughs> some, something Craig Menkins did for Shane was just support him no end and... I suppose he was the leader of this group that have supported Shane no end and it's meant so much to Shane and you, you purchased as a group a whole heap of weanlings out in New Zealand. I think this is probably about the time Shane moves down to Victoria and once again he's moving moving further away to give his kids an opportunity really, Ryan and Abby, but that support of that group of people from the top end of Queensland doesn't waver at all, does it, led by Craig? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Manko Manko was our rock. He was he was our our syndicate leader. He was um, just everything to, to our syndicate. He he ran the finances. He he organised you know the trips away, the um, the payments of bills. He he just done everything with it. He he'd uh, you know tell everyone that's not so. 
so horse savvy that when we're racing and stuff, um, mm. him and he liaise with Shane just about every day. I'm sure. I'm sure Bossy. Uh, <laughs> There's a few times he was probably not wanting to answer because he was uh, busy doing the horses, but they they spoke every day about horses and just everyday life. And um, yeah, Manco was just the inspiration to our syndicate. Um, yeah, we so we we did we did have purchased some weanlings out of New Zealand. We uh, we had a decent kitty there, and we we weren't sure whether to buy a couple of tried horses or mm. or have a crack at some um, some weanlings or. And so we, we went that way, and Shane said, we'll, we'll go to New Zealand and see how we go. And uh, we end up bringing eight, eight back home eventually. And a um, few of them, um, you know, didn't, didn't go so well, and a few more dropped away. And um, we got a couple to the track that were okay, but nothing special. But um, I had a discussion with Bossy one day, and he said, uh, I've got we've got one here that goes pretty good. Uh, I like him a lot, and um, we decided that we would be we should call him after Manko. Um, and, and this was this was sort of around about the time that we, we knew that uh, Manko got diagnosed that he was a bit crook, and um, we wanted to to name him after the great man. So we um, we named our best horse our mate Manko. He's currently going really really well for us. He's his first start, he goes to Wagga, and they name the race the Best Wishes Craig Menken's Pace, and he wins that race, mate. Yeah, that that was so special. That was that was uh, Shane. Shane just had orchestrated that so well. He, um, you know, he spoke to us and said, "I, I don't want to start this horse till I really think he can win." Um, you know, knowing how sick Craig was and um you know he was on the downhill slide with his cancer he he just waited and was patient with him and uh, he picked a race out at Wagga and he went as as far as communicating with the uh the the club and the race faller and left no stone unturned he he wanted the caller to make mention uh, of all us guys who were actually down in Melbourne on a trip away at a pub at um, Pink Street in in Melbourne, and um, mm. it, it just all it all played out really well. You know, we were all there together on a trip away, watching his first race. We drew the one. Um, we let up with Abby Abby driving him, and he just cruised to victory that day. And it was such a special moment for us all um, that he that he won that day with Manko with us, and yeah, it still gives me goosebumps just when I when I watch the race, when I think about the moments. I've got some photos on my wall at home of that of that day in that pub, and it's it's just yeah, it's mind blowing that we were able to do it. Um, Shane pulled that off that day, and um, Gave us all some good smiles and memories of our great mate, Craig Menken. Did Shane manage to get back to catch up with you all before the trip finished? Yeah. Bossy <laughs> come back the next day and um, joined in on the festivities. And um, he, he, he certainly caught up pretty quick with the beers. So, he, um, yeah, he, it was a big, big time for him. He drove up to Wagga and 
drove back and then got himself over to Melbourne to join in a triple A. So Shane done really well there. Um, Ma- special, we- special memories. With Manko so sick at that stage, as you say, and you're all away together, must have been, again, just to give that something else for him, to not be thinking about being sick or the trip, but the horse is in and talking about the horse, to give you that other that other element, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. He, um, he, was, he was capable uh, for that trip away, but we all knew he was, he was on the slide a little, but... It just it just took it away that that he was sick and and that you know he, he had good moments with his good friends um, on a trip away. It was actually uh, the Funk Lodge were in a, a syndicate of um of of guys that have um, bet we bet on every weekend and have trips away and stuff. So it was a Clunk Lodge trip away. But a lot of those a lot of those Funk Lodge members are in the ten apprentices. So. Um, it was it was good for him um, to be there and for us to be around him for that special day of of the the horse named after him and the race named um, of that of him winning. So Shep, Shepparton last year and uh, a little bit as time has passed. It's what nearly six months later he goes to Shepparton on on the seventh of May and he he won that that day at Shep and I think that would have been his last start before Craig passed? Yeah, I, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah it was. I think that was the day that, that Abby, Abby drove and he, he, I thought he was gone on the turn for all money, but he just kept fighting like a cage lion and, and just showed courage, you know, like Menko did. And he, I think he, he just won by a neck or something that day. Um, hmm. And, um, you know, that that was a run that told me, well, we've got a decent horse here because he was able to fight him off and kept going. And, um, yeah, it's, I think we give him a little break after that. He's, he needed a little little break and um, bring him back. But we were a little bit a little bit frustrated after that. He, he kept he was playing up a little bit and not wanting to score up. And, and um, he got ADM, so we had to start from the back for a while there. And Shane took him to Mildura for a few runs off the back. Very hard to win off the back of Mildura. Hmm. But um, we we got we got back uh, back on the front line, and we got our we got our win there last week, which was good. And Geelong. Yes, we um, we 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 drew. What did we drew? We drew the pole actually. We drew one, and and um, Ryan we let up on him and. Give him a good run in front, and a couple of soft sections. They only get a 32 quarter and a 30 second quarter, 31 quarter or something, and he was able to breeze home and we get the victory. So he, it was it was a very good result and good on the punt too. <laughs> very good. He's in at Geelong uh, tonight uh, for Shane and and Ryan's driving him, and uh, everybody that's heard this mate will be cheering him home tonight. Yeah, we've we've drawn gate three. I think it's only a field of seven or so, mm. something like that. Um, Six, yeah. We are up in up in grade though. Um, however, so um, he's still still learning what it's about, I, I believe. And um, he's uh, I think he I think he might be starting to put it together after last start. He's got good gate speed. Um, we we may be able to find top hopefully, 
and hopefully he he can step up again. We're up in class, so but if if he's going to keep going like we think he can, he will need to be uh, winning this race tomorrow night. Uh, tonight, sorry. So um, we're hopeful, um, but we'll just see how it plays out. Mate, uh, our mate Manko, a special horse. Obviously, Craig Mankins is a special man, and what Shane Sanderson's done with this horse through his journey has obviously meant so much to so many people, and to honour him each time and every time he goes around, our mate Manko, I think it's a wonderful thing. And uh, Ben, thanks for joining us and sharing your story, sharing Manko's story, and and also that story that you've all had together with Shane Sanderson as well. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks very much for the for the um, for letting me allow to come on and and speak about our our syndicate um, and and our members. Can I can I just quickly make mention that um, the original ten apprentices were made up of um, led by Craig Mankins, uh, uh, Desi Mankins, Craig's dad, was in our syndicate. Myself, Andrew Large, Justin Dills, Craig's best friend from um, Sydney. Yep. Michael Hogue. Brendan Fenlon, Stephen Holmes, um, Dallas Davison, and we had we had a few people that had to pull out um, in the earlier days there for different reasons. But um, that that's the basis of our membership of our membership for the Ten Apprentices. Um, now called Reach for the Stars Syndicate, um, we've amalgamated the the syndicate a little bit there. Um, when we went and bought the weanlings and stuff, so um, brought a few other owners on board, um, a few other Shane's clients, and um, yeah, it's, it's all going pretty well. But we only have our mate Manco racing currently, but um, we, we, hopefully we can build and get a few more house horses going again. Mate, best of luck with him tonight and going forward, and look forward to seeing you maybe on the track at a Miracle Mile or something like that. Mightn't be for our mate Menko, it might be for another one of your horses or it could be for another one of Shane's Dangerous, but uh, I think it's a great example of what harness racing can do for a group of people. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thanks very much.